there are a lot of secrets down here in the dark. No. I make intelligent machines. Machine. Open your eyes. It's incredible. It's conscious. Conscious machines are dangerous. This machine has the potential to be so much more than just a soldier. They're afraid of you. They think you're too human. What are you looking for? Where are you going? I go on my own. I go on my own. I am working on a way to restore it. What are you really? I am part of the new world. And you are part of the old. Hi, Steve here. This video is not just about the plan of the satanic global elites, but it comes right down to everything we know in this world right now. Do you know what this is? Have you ever seen one of these? You're looking at it and you're saying, well, I know what that is. That's a $100 bill, right? It looks like a $100 bill. No matter how you look at it, it looks like a $100 bill. But look closer. It's not real. It's not real. And like everything else in this world, there are so many fakes and so many deceptive imitations and frauds that it's hard to tell anymore. So I want to talk to you today about the future of our species and really the future of life. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Within a century or two, Earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from Neanderthals or from chimpanzees. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. These will be the main products of the economy, of the 21st century economy. Not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Those who control the data control the future, not just of humanity, but the future of life itself. Now, why is data so important? It's important because we've reached the point when we can hack not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organisms. And you need a lot of data, especially biometric data. Not data about what I buy or where I go, but data about what is happening inside my body and inside my brain. Until today, nobody had the necessary computing power and the necessary data to hack humanity. They didn't have the computing power and the biological knowledge necessary to make sense of what was happening inside your body and brain and to understand how you feel and what you think and what you want. But this is now changing. 
because of two simultaneous revolutions. On the one hand, advances in computer science, and especially the rise of machine learning and AI, are giving us the necessary computing power. And at the same time, advances in biology, and especially in brain science, are giving us the necessary understanding, biological understanding. You can really summarize 150 years of biological research since Charles Darwin in three words. Organisms are algorithms. This is the big insight of the modern life sciences, that organisms, whether viruses or bananas or humans, they are really just biochemical algorithms. And we are learning how to decipher these algorithms. Now, when the two revolutions merge, when the infotech revolution merges with the biotech revolution, what you get is the ability to hack human beings. Hack human beings. The headline reads, AI influencers surge in popularity despite not being real. Men don't care. The world is falling in love with fraud. They're falling for the unreal humans and the fake. The best description of what's happening in this mega explosion of artificial intelligence today is displayed in the movie, Her. It's about a writer who's very lonely until he meets and falls in love with Samantha. The only catch is, Samantha's not a human. She's a computer operating system that's highly intelligent and comes with learning capabilities that are highly accelerated. Mr. Theodore Twombly, welcome to the world's first artificially intelligent operating system. We'd like to ask you a few questions. Okay. Are you social or antisocial? I guess I haven't been social in a while. How would you describe your relationship with your mother? Thank you. Please wait as your operating system is initiated. Hello, I'm here. Hi. Hi, I'm Samantha. What's it like to be alive in that room right now? I wish I could put my arms around you. I wish I could touch you. How would you touch me? I've never loved anyone the way I love you. Me too. Now we know how. One tweet says, this is an AI influencer account. It's not even a real human. Men are begging to give her money. These men will be like sheep going to be sheared, trying to have relationships with these AI entities. Every normal man appreciates a pretty face and normal testosterone-filled males appreciate when they see a gorgeous woman. But when I was a young man, the extent of fantasy was Playboy magazines with beautiful photoshopped girls that we sheepishly looked at when our parents weren't around. We were called normal then. But guess what's happening now and why all the fake and virtual is increasing and exploding now. We're being conditioned to substitute God-ordained relationships and exchange them for artificial relationships. And when you think about it, that's really no relationship at all, but it seems real. For decades, they've imagined what technology has finally realized in our generation. There was a movie back in 1927 called Metropolis that depicted a woman 
that was created through technology. They've already been making sex dolls for people to order online. You can even custom design the exact look and proportions you want on your silicone sex doll. But if that's not enough, now you can even add a virtual relationship to your virtual fantasies. Now that they've convinced most of the world and the low IQ dumbed down of the population that men aren't really men anymore and women are barely women anymore, Why would you even want to try to have a real relationship with a real person? Why would you even need to? And the movies have all portrayed a relationship with a perfect woman, even though she's not even real, would be more desirable than a relationship with a real woman as God intended. These women are like deranged flight attendants. This place does something to people. All of the women are always smiling and having incredible sex in the middle of the day with their husbands. And that's a problem because? It's not normal, Walter. Congratulations. Now you're one of us. And Joanna, she's a great gal. Or she will be. Last night I went online and I found out that all of the women here that used to be CEOs, executives, judges. If you could change something about me by pressing a button, would you? If you could streamline your spouse, overhaul every physical floor. What have they done to you? The goal should be very clear to anyone with eyes to see what's really happening here. Their Great Reset depopulation agenda will be accomplished when they've stolen the real meaning of love and intimacy between a real man and a real woman. And no babies will be born anymore. Think about it. One plus none equals one. Single man, single woman, and never the two need to meet again. And by the way, they make both male and female silicone sex dolls. But even those will soon be obsolete by the technology that's already here. I love putting on just like a very low-key, casual outfit. It's great. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. These videos show incredibly beautiful women. And normal heterosexual men are going crazy watching them and wanting a relationship with them. And they're more than happy to oblige their fantasies. There's only one slight problem. They don't exist in the real world. They're not even real human beings. They're designed by artificial intelligence, and that's only the beginning of what AI is going to be used for. Besides artificial intelligence having the capability of literally creating a complete human-looking person and making them appear very, very real in video format, they're also using AI to write stories, to create audio and video, and even amazing things in film in Hollywood without a single human being needed anymore. Men and women will be losing their jobs all over the earth. 
But that's only the tip of the iceberg and what's so evil about all of this technology. The depopulation agenda is happening, using every perverted method of social engineering, brainwashing, and the most base and selfish lusts of our flesh to reach utopia. The problem lies in choosing to live in a fantasy as a society rather than in the way God intended for us to live. And the predictive programming in movies is literally beginning to reflect real-time society. Same way we look at fossils. Hello. How do you feel about her? Oh man, she's amazing. You're impressed? <laughs> yes. Do you want to be my friend? Of course. Now the question is, how does she feel about you? Do you think about me when we are together? Did you give her sexuality as a diversion tactic? This is your insecurity talking. This is not your intellect. Did you know that I was brought here to test you? Does Ava actually like you? Or is she pretending to like you? Nathan, isn't your friend wrong? Wrong about what? I've invented a machine with consciousness. I'm not a man, I'm God. The film's title is a twist on the Latin term Deus ex machina, God from the machine, and in that suggests a missing God and a machine which is no longer a machine without him. Ava, go back to your room. If I do, are you ever going to let me out? The film follows Caleb, a programmer who wins a week at the isolated home of his billionaire boss, Nathan, creator of the world's most popular search engine. Nathan has brought Caleb to his home to test his newest creation, an android named Ava, to see if in her, he's created something more than machine. Hi. And the whole of the film is about the test. Do you know what the Turing test is? It's when a human interacts with a computer. And if the human doesn't know they're interacting with a computer, the test is passed. Now the question is... How does she feel about you? But the film also alludes to another test. Are you married? The name Ava is a variant of the name Eve, the first woman in the Bible, whom God created and introduced to Adam after placing him in the garden. The seven days over which the film takes place alludes to the seven days of creation, and the tree prominently displayed in Ava's room represents the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, through which God tested the man and woman by forbidding them to eat. Did you give her sexuality as a diversion tactic? Like a stage magician with a hot assistant. So a hot robot who clouds your ability to judge your AI? Exactly. So, did you program her to flirt with me? This is what I'd wear on our day. Ava and Caleb are shown mirroring one another, which is true of the Bible's first couple, who in being divided from one another represented two halves of the same whole. Are you attracted to me? The reason the sexes desire to be reunited. So we need to break the ice. For the record, Ava's not pretending to like you. You're the first man she's met that isn't me, and I'm like her dad, right? The God and Father of this creation account is, of course, a caricature of the biblical God. He's intelligent and powerful, but also narcissistic and abusive. And it's Ava who asks Caleb to doubt him. Why did you tell me I shouldn't trust Nathan? Because he tells lies. Lies about what? Everything. But there's something in Nathan's story which makes Caleb want to believe. Can we talk about the lies you've been spinning me? You know, instead of seeing this as a deception, you should see it as proof. 
Proof of what? But Caleb wants to believe Nathan, that he's not just the product of random chance, but is special to Nathan in the same way he believes Ava has been created special. But the reality is, Ava isn't special to Nathan. I don't see Ava as a decision, just an evolution. What will happen to me if I fail your test? She's the byproduct of his evolutionary process, which never had her in mind. When you make a new model, what do you do with the old one? Well, I uh, download the mind, unpack the data, add in the new routines I've been writing. To do that, you end up partially formatting, so the memories go. But the body survives. Do you have people who test you or might switch you off? No, I don't. Then why do I? And behind the mirrors of Nathan's closets, Caleb finds the skeletons of the creator's evolutionary tests. You feel bad for Ava? <sighs> feel bad for yourself, man. Seeing his reflection in these robot mirrors, Caleb begins to wonder if he too is just an evolved machine. Do you want to be with me? Reprogram the locks to free Ava and imprison Nathan. Stop. While Ava, at last free, kills Nathan and imprisons Caleb, leaving him trapped behind the glass of her former prison, clothing herself like the once-naked Eve in the flesh of her evolution. But the film never says Ava is more than a chess computer. She is significant as that. Like Alice through the looking glass, she has exchanged places with her reflection, mirroring the path out by which he entered. This is why Yuval Harari is so excited about transhumanism. But what does God's word say about all of these plans of the men of this world? He told the prophet Daniel a long time ago where it was all headed. As the ten toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so some of the kingdom will be strong and another part of it will be brittle. And as you saw the iron mixed with common clay, so they will combine with one another in the seed of men. But they will not merge, for such diverse things or ideologies cannot unite, even as iron does not mix with clay. Transhumanism, that's what it's describing. Man into machine and machine into man. It won't work like they think it will. It will fail. In the days of those final ten kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will its sovereignty be left for another people. But it will crush and put to an end all these kingdoms, and it will stand forever. This is describing the kingdom of God, and it will never pass away with Jesus the Christ as the new world leader. After Satan, the beast, and the false prophet are all destroyed, then Man will finally live in the kind of utopia that the globalists are promising people now. If you are not prepared for the real eternity, the one that God only provides, there's a link in the description box below that you can go down and click on. It'll take you to a page to lead you in a simple prayer to help you receive and ask Jesus Christ to be the Lord of your life. If you don't know him personally, Go to that page, click on that link, and pray that simple prayer. Think about it.